0: Guys, it actually happened. Nikola Niko Kovacs has officially signed on with G2 Esports. Do you know what that means? That means Kenny S and Niko are on the same team and Niko doesn't even have to IGL. Yeah, you heard it here first, return of the headshot machine. Now, let's just calm down a second and ask some serious questions. Like, is this the best move for Niko? Will G2 win the next major? And in all seriousness, what's next for FaZe Clan? Okay guys, you know the drill. Now is the part of the video where I remind you that if you haven't already, and it would be egregious, subscribe to the Score Esports YouTube channel. And hey, if you do have a news tip for the Don't At Me team, you can reach them at tipsatthescore.com. You never know, it might actually become a video. Anyways, in a year filled with, honestly, pretty much just negative CSGO news, G2 Esports and Nico gave us something to get excited about this week. And they did it with one of the best announcement videos I've ever seen.
1: Yes, I a selfie, turning
0: into reality In the lab with the in I mean at this point, forget about the Colossus Never mind the Juggernaut Because it looks like G2 Esports is building a titan You see what I did there? Now, I think broadly speaking, the move has the potential to do two things. Number one, unlock Nico and get him to that number one in the world, major winning spot that we all know he has the talent to be. Number two, take G2 Esports from a good team with flashes of brilliance to one where excellence is the standard and not just the flavor of the month. I mean, don't forget guys, that Team Baguette was a top three team in the world at various times this year and the number one team in the world at one point in June. And now here we are in October and they are out of the top 10 for the first time in over nine months. G2 Esports does need something, and it looks like they've decided that Nico is going to be that something. And what he brings to the team is pretty obvious. I mean, the Chinese import can save and drop offs for Kenny S, his cousin's on the team, which is a plus, and apparently his contract lasts until he sucks. It's just another esports troll, never mind. Now let's get serious for a second here because I do have some legitimate questions about this move. First and foremost, will Nico be IGLing for G2 Esports? Because that was speculated as a weakness in his play when he started doing that for FaZe Clan. And for the answer to that, I turned to Malik, G2 Esports CSGO coach who made some time for me for this interview.
1: There is always some doubts because we have like a a professional troll. Uh, of twitter uh, uh, in the name of Nexa he loves to mess around on twitter a lot Nico will not in-game lead here Nexa is Uh, I have a good relationship with Nexa about how we work together and uh, as I said before he will fill a lot of gaps he will not most likely be on the same position as Nexa on the map so it's like just having another voice uh, some fresh ideas but he will just be a player that talks more than others but uh We will start by doing that, and we don't plan at all to have him as an in-game leader. I think he's very happy to to go back to a more uh, player role. Uh, We will make sure that we use him as best as we can, and that's what we plan to do.
0: I also asked Malik, how does Nico specifically solve G Two Esports' problems and help them get back to that number one spot they were in in June?
1: In terms of. mid-round calling uh, to help Nexa uh, in terms of like experiences about power city sides his roles like on the big rotations um Decision making to move the team around to retake areas and be a bit more active, not out of robotic reaction that we planned. And I really think that having Nico will help us to have more consistency since he's like bringing like better communication, better experiences, better reads overall.
0: I also asked him, in all honesty, what is the team expectation here now that Nico's on board? Is it win a major or die trying?
1: I think it's very easy to, to answer that. Uh, since I arrived, the goal is just to get on top. Um, I don't know if it's winning one specific title or if it's, yeah, winning a major basically is one, one thing we can say. We, let's, not, let's not lie here. Just getting better, moving forward. Every time we have an opportunity we, within the same team, making the team better uh, every day, we have seen that we can compete on a really high level. Uh, with the lineup we had already. uh, Having Nico there will just like put us in an even more strong position.
0: Now, from the original announcement, it seemed like G2 was going for an Astralis-style six-man roster, but Malik told me that's actually not the case. He says we can expect a decision on a final five-man roster by the end of the year.
1: This is not a six-man roster, we will stay six till uh, winter break. I really love all of my players, the five of them, before Nico joined. We will make a spot to Nico, I think it's a a great thing to do and we will move forward. With that, uh, what we will do is testing on the field. We will try out different combinations because we really would like to see the best synergy on the field, what is working best for our system to have the best results possible.
0: Now look, in case any of you guys forgot, Nico really is a generational talent when it comes to Counter-Strike. He's an aimer of nearly unparalleled skill, and when he first burst into the public consciousness back in 2015-ish on Mouse Sports, he produced some highlights that are so iconic we still use them in some CSGO videos today. From them very, very quickly by Titan. Oh
1: my god, Nico gets three! Four! Oh my lungs, I don't believe it! Shocks then has just to find one more. The Molly isn't gonna touch him. And what on earth has just happened is Deagle is on fire and Shox is gonna walk into it as well. Nico is on fire.
0: And after that, he signed on with the Phase Clan super team playing alongside legends like Guardian, Olaf Meister, Kerrigan, and Reign. He helped them get to a major grand final, speedrun IEM New York, and win about a half a dozen other major tournaments. But once the shine wore off the Phase Clan super team, once Kerrigan left and that fifth spot became a little less stable, once Nico started taking the dedicated IGL role, things did trend downward for him. In 2019 he had his lowest HLTV rating since 2016 and he was left out of the top 10 players in the world. Now mind you he was number 11, but if you're Nico, the Nico, that's not really good enough. That's not good enough. And so here we are looking at a FaZe clan whose time seems to have passed, at least when it comes to Nico. And it's not like he isn't a great addition to that roster or it's not a great organization for him to be a part of. It's just that you can't help but feel that the partnership between FaZe Clan and Nico has run its course. It's been well over three years since he signed with FaZe Clan and Nico hasn't won a major yet. And again, if you're that caliber of player, that's just not good enough. I mean, let's just be honest here, guys. FaZe Clan should have won the Boston major. They didn't, and I'm not gonna make this video about what FaZe Clan should or shouldn't have done, but the point is, if Nico couldn't get it done in three and a half years with FaZe, was he realistically ever going to? I think it was pretty clearly time for a change. And hey, I don't know if G2 is the answer for Nico or Nico is the answer for G2, but I can't wait to find out. Which brings us to the other side of this whole equation, which is FaZe Clan, a team who, honestly, still have plenty of firepower even without Nico, especially with the recent signing of Kiarbi. They will have to figure out who's taking the IGL reins, but they're still a deadly squad of four absolute killers. Unfortunately for them, though, Nico wasn't the only loss to FaZe Clan this week. The same day he announced his transfer to G2 Esports, their coach, Janko Paunovic, announced that he was leaving the team and taking a break from coaching until 2021. So in one single day, FaZe Clan lost two crucial layers of leadership, their IGL, And their coach. And that to me is the more worrying sign for FaZe Clan, especially since Yanko said in his parting statement, quote, for a while now the team has been struggling with some reoccurring issues in and out of the game, which I've done my best to try and amend, but unfortunately without much success, end quote. Which suggests that the problems in FaZe Clan might not be an easy fix. But hey, where there's a wallet, there's a way. And FaZe Clan have plenty of cash and plenty of clout to fill those roles with top-tier talent. G2's next game will be on Monday against Furia as part of the Blast Fall series, and it'll be the first time that we see Nico in G2 colors. Who knows? Maybe he'll pop off. Maybe he'll have a bad game. It doesn't really matter. What matters is that it represents a second chance for one of CSGO's true great players. A second chance at fulfilling that destiny and hopefully winning that major. And can you imagine if he did it with Kenny S? Now that is a story of video I'd like to see.